Welcome to this week's sermon from Heights Worship Center. We believe God has something for you today. We hope this message encourages and inspires you. Amen. Hallelujah. How are you guys doing today? You know, the rest of the story of that is that me, Edelisa, and Don went to the Philippines and we did not know what we were doing, you know. Like, we, all we need to know is, like, God made a call. He said, there, there was a call. And they said, you know what? Go to the Philippines. That's it. It wasn't to preach to people. It wasn't to minister to people. It was us going to people because, God, there was a desire in my heart and our hearts that we wanted more of God in our lives. Amen. And sometimes we get that inkling and we say, Lord Jesus, I want more of you in my life. What do you want me to do? In this case, in Pastor Don's case, it was go to the Philippines. In Mina Delisa's case, it was go to the Philippines. You know, the funny thing is, I'm going to share this. Because when you obey, great things happen. Tell the person beside you, obey. Okay. Here's the thing. So me, me Don... And Adelisa, we go to we go to the Philippines and go to the uh, and, and I think it was like a big park. I think it was Cuneta, right? In the Cuneta Park and stuff. And there was like lots of people. We're just watching. We're just on the stage. We're here with you guys are. We're watching and everything. And then we see Pastor Jerome. He was the one in charge of everything. He's the one who came to our church and shared this vision, right? And at that time, uh, 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 me, Don, and Adelisa. Pastor Jerome was getting interviewed. Daniel, come up here. Come here. Hurry, hurry, run, 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 run. Daniel, oh, Pastor Jerome, this is Pastor Jerome. Say, hi, Pastor Jerome. Hi. Pastor Jerome was talking to the camera. Okay, he's talking to the camera, getting interviewed by a CBS. It was like, um, I think it was a, a 700 Club or something like that, right? So he's being there. Me, Don, and Edelisa are in the back. And then we're like... <laughs> We're like this. No joke. Do you remember that? We were messing around in the back and waving like, ooh, we're important people. Kind of like, a, you know, like, a, a, what does he call it? Photo, photo bombing? Thank you, Pastor Jerome. The following year, <laughs> Don comes back with a team of people. Do you guys remember that? Was any of you guys part of that team? Do you guys remember? Some of you guys, Patty was, Priscilla, Ken. Ken Evangelista. He was like a new drummer. Did not, he, had, he had one beat. Okay, we're going to play a slow song. He had one beat. He did it. He's going to play a fast song. He had the same beat. He had a, okay, we're going to play a medium song. Same beat. Are you getting this? Now he's one of the best drummers that I can, I, I, like, like I hear. He's awesome. Just to let you guys know, the following year, Pastora Don joins. And he, she's actually with the team. And then eventually, is that the same year or like years after that? But years after that or whatever, and things, or, or, or shortly after that, she was the one being interviewed. You know? Remember that? God is good. Now, discipleship today I was just well that's how you you changed my direction but that's fine today I want us to realize that I disciple others this week 
you're going to be learning in your groups, okay, in your Bible engagement groups, how you need to be, to understand that I disciple others, okay? Not just the pastors, not just the leaders. It is a calling from God, and it's, an, uh, uh, it's not just uh, you should. It is an actual commandment. I disciple others, okay? Let's, let's, let's bow our heads in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we just ask, Lord, that you would speak to us right now through your word. We ask, Heavenly Father, that Lord Jesus, that the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, is the one that's going to change my heart. You're the Holy Spirit, Lord God, will be the one that changes my mind. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Okay. Now, open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. This is the foundation of what we're going to be talking about today. If you have your Bible apps, I want you guys to open it because I know that Sister Dawn said bring your Bibles. But if you do not, I want you actually to open your Bible. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Okay? Is everybody there? Say amen. amen. Okay, just a reminder. I am not a preacher. I am a Sunday school teacher. I'm a youth leader. So I will be calling Pastor Jerome up here. I'm going to be calling different people here and there, okay? So just be ready. Here we go. Um, time. I see the time. Good. Amen. I love that. I had the times right there, big old numbers. You can't miss it. Okay. I disciple others, Matthew 28, 19. Can you guys read out loud with me? Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. This is a command. It's one of those things that you learn very early. What is the command? It needs to happen. It needs to happen. This is a must. This is not a maybe. This is not a should. This is Christianity 101. I share my life so that others can become like me. No. Uh-oh. Follow me as I follow Christ. My end result goal is to ask this dude here to say, hey, come, follow me. We're going to follow this together so that he can become like me. No, so that we can become more like Christ. Okay? You need to understand that. The Bible doesn't call you here to make disciples so that you can be a popular dude, so that you can be a popular guy, so that people can look up to you. Ooh, look at, look at Kuya June. He's awesome. No, 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 no. That's not the goal. The goal is so that we can go together and become more like Christ. Amen? So, 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 so no big heads here, okay? Now, this whole month we've been learning how, how can I become part of God's mission? Amen? What was last week's? Does anybody know? What is it? What, what? I share my faith. This week, when you guys go into your groups, you're going to see a lot of these verses, and I pray that you internalize them and make them your own, okay? Again, this is not me reading the Bible and saying, oh, oh, that, oh, this word right here, this is for my wife. <laughs> that, oh, oh my gosh, this is so for my wife. Let me talk to her right now. Hey, Adelisa. She's watching this online, by the way. <laughs> um, that's not how it works. The way this works, the way the Word of God works, it, it transforms me, changes me, 
and then it affects everybody else. Amen? Okay, so just understand that, okay? Now here, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, now, question. Who do you follow in social media? Okay, come on, tell me some, some, some things. Who do you guys follow in social media? Anybody? Okay, Adelisa, I hear she, hear she follows this guy that goes to Costco and like looks at all the looks at all the ingredients and stuff. I forgot his name. My kids are all in Bible study, so they can't help me. And 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 then he just he just cooks and he does a lot of healthy stuff. And then and then now he has a daughter and he has a son. That's that's the person he, she follows. You know? Oh look, it's 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 Bobby approved. Who's Bobby? I don't know who Bobby is. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? No, no. Some people, yes, no. I got a thumbs up over there. Okay, who are people that you guys are following? Friends, all right. What else? Who else? Wife. Wife. <laughs> your wife. Amen. Okay. What else? Come on. Huh? Classmates. Okay. Personal people. Anybody like influencers and stuff? You know? Anybody work out here? You know the Pilates blog, whatever her name is. Used to. You guys even know who I'm talking about? Or some, some of the adults are just like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? No. Okay. So sometimes you follow people that eat food. Anybody? Huh? So I'm scrolling along. And I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and, then you, and, then, and then the way they think. You know, you follow people that make food and, and they could cook well. Or even just people that, that buy foods in the stands, you know? And then they're eating it in front of you. Mm. You know, like bizarre foods. You know, any what and really watch that 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 film Bizarre Foods? Okay, yoga, everyday life. Uh, there's gamers. People follow gamers and things like that. Or 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 sometimes in YouTube, I see people watching like my kids watching uh, this little kid reviewing toys. Oh, I like this toy, and I don't like this because this or whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about? Okay, so the question is. Who would follow Jesus? Who would follow Jesus? Okay? Same, similar. So, like life can be like this for us as well. Making disciples intentionally. Okay? Now, here's the thing. As, picture this for a second. Jesus would come and there's people that came along him and followed him. Who were the, uh, the, the, the people that followed him? There's a lot of people that followed him, okay? There are people that just want the blessing. Like, oh, hey, I heard that Jesus was actually healing people. I want some of that healing, you know? And that's all they, they wanted. They just want the blessing. They just want, what can I get out of Jesus? What can I get out of Jesus? Now, there's other people that are a little bit more intimate that actually follow him every day. And then from there, there are even a smaller circle that he discipled. Does anybody remember how many he discipled, like really close to him? How many? Twelve disciples. Were all of them perfect? No, they were not. Okay? They were not all perfect. Now, here's the thing. They all came from different backgrounds. Some were what? Some were physicians? Ooh. 
Some were fishers of men, the first two, right? Peter, Simon Peter, and Andrew, I think, right? And then, and then there was a, a, a physician, there was a tax collector, there was um, a zealot. Uh-oh, what else did you have? Like, hmm. So there's about 12 different people with different lifestyles, okay? And now here's the thing. Okay. Jesus modeled to us how we need to disciple the people. Okay, so Jesus discipled the 12. How? By allowing them to follow him in everything that they did. Okay? I like this. I like to call this sharing life. Okay? Sharing life. But here, let's go to this. Let's go back. I want us to now, let's see what the Bible has to say. Okay? In Acts chapter 16, verses 1 to 3. Acts chapter 16, verses 1 to 3. Okay. Now, take that verse out really quick. I'm going to go back a little bit. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we could go there. Consider what the Bible says. We need to seize the opportunity to disciple others, okay? Acts chapter 16, verses 1 to 3. Now, this is Paul. He heard that there was something good happening in, a, in, a, in an area, okay? Let's read this. And then he was intentionally looking for a guy named Timothy, okay? okay let's read this with me. Follow this with me, okay? Now, it says here, Paul went first to Derby, Derby and then to Lystra. Um, where there was a young disciple named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, but his father was a Greek. Okay? Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. So this Timothy guy, he's, he's, like, he's already kind of like, hey, something go is good going along with that guy, okay? So Paul, verse 3, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. You see that inviting? Jesus did it to the 12 disciples. Now Paul is doing it to who? To Timothy. Okay? Timothy. Um, uh, on their journey. In, in deference to the Jewish area, he arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left for everyone knew uh, that his father was a Greek. Okay? Okay, let's back up a little bit here. A disciple. First off, I need to go here. What, what, how, how can you become a disciple? First, I need you to see that Timothy is not perfect. Okay? Timothy is not perfect. Why? Just a little points from over here from the verses that we read. It says, Timothy's father was a Greek and not Jewish. Okay? He's, his father was a Greek. He's not Jewish. The father was. Okay? A little bit later, you will find out that it follows the lineage, you know, like Jewish with the, with the moms and stuff. That's a whole bunch of stuff later on. He wasn't circumcised. Okay? He's not perfect. He's not perfect. I'm going to say this. I'm not perfect. 
you're not perfect. Pastor Don is not perfect. We were photobombing in the back. <laughs> hey, hey, Pastor Jerome. <laughs> because sometimes, before we want to disciple somebody, shouldn't I be perfect? Uh-oh. That's a, that's a dilemma for a lot of leaders. Because you have to remember that we are imperfect people. Okay? My parents are imperfect. Pastor Jaron is imperfect. Pastor Don is imperfect. My wife is imperfect. But there is still something that we need to understand. Okay? Because even though we're imperfect, who makes us justified or who makes us perfect? Who? Amen. So let's see again with the Bible. I want to go to this one. Okay, very important. Now, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 10. Okay? This part, I want you guys to understand. It says here that you are a masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. Do you struggle to believe that about yourself? You are God's masterpiece. That means that everything about you that's happening in right now is a masterpiece. Wow. That's sometimes hard, okay? Now, if you do, I pray that before we go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10, we need to ask God, Lord Jesus, help me to overcome this struggle. Or number two, or we need to maybe hope out, Lord, reach, help me reach out to someone to talk about it. Uh-oh. Wow. That's a little harder because you're opening yourself up to others. Okay, anyway. I want you to read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. Because to be a disciple, to be, to be, to be a person, you got to remember that God is the one who saves us. Let's read this. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. Um, does somebody want to read out loud with me? Mike, read this out loud, please. Okay, keep going. Okay, it's not you. You got to understand that. It's not you. Take it away from you. <laughs> Take it from, because the thing is, I say this because this happens to me. I start pity pattying and so I'm like, oh Lord God, I'm not worthy. I'm a sinner. I'm this. I'm that. Yes, I am. I understand that. But at the same time, I have a desire and I have asked, Lord Jesus, give me, help me. Give me this gift that you have given. Listen to me. This is very important, okay? This is not an opportunity. We've shared this before because this is kind of like hard. What I mean by that is that, oh, it's okay for me to sin then. No, it's not. We are being transformed. We are being renewed. But while we're not there yet, we can still be used by God. Amen? Okay. 
For me, when I first accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, instantly, God stopped me from smoking. At that time, I know smoking was bad, and boom, I just stopped. Desire ended. I had a problem with still listening to secular music with very vulgar uh, things and, and, and everything. And I, and I like, you know, like boys to men and stuff. And my mom said, oh, oh anak, what, what is that? Throw your clothes off the floor. And, and that's not good. Anak. You know, what is this boys to men on the floor? I struggled with that. And I was like, Mom, it's, it's just, it's just, you know. We'll go there next time, okay? <laughs> Eventually, God released that. But I had to choose. And I said, Lord Jesus, take this away from me. And you know what? Temptation was there. I had to physically break the CDs. If for you youngsters, you don't know what a CD is, they're expensive. Okay, you had to buy them from Blockbuster. We had to buy them from wherever. And then when you bought them, you know, if you scratch them, oh man, forget it. But I had to physically break it. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know, I had to. I had to decide to stop that. There are sins that immediately you're saved and removed, but there are sins that are like ongoing. Then it became my language, you know? It became my language. I like to cuss. I like to say bad words, you know? Oh, it's just for emphasis, you know, because that's how we talk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, wait, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not you guys. <laughs> and in this one, and then I started to say, Lord Jesus, take this away from me. Okay? We're not going to spend too much time there because the thing is, I want you to understand that Timothy also was not perfect. Wait, he did not struggle. That's not biblical, okay? He did not struggle with the things I struggled with. That's what I struggled with. All I'm telling you is that still I was worthy to be discipled. Okay? And then slowly but surely, the next thing I learned is that, you know what? I can actually also disciple others. And that's where I need you guys to be at the end of this day. The thing is, that's where we want to be. Okay, here we go. Let's move on. Now, you're God's masterpiece. Yep, 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 yep. Who is someone in your life right now that God might be calling you to invest in? Okay, this is a big question here, okay? Because the thing is, you know, we, we talked about Paul invested in a guy named Timothy from this, this dirty and Lystra, right? Or Lystra, Lystra. And he came over there and he said, hey, come along with me. And he followed. And they spent a lot of time together. Okay? Now, my question to you is this is, you're gonna see this in your Bible engagement, okay? Because the challenge is who is someone in your life right now that God might be calling you to invest time in? Okay? Parents, raise up your hands. Parents of, wait, specifically, everybody's a parent. Le, le, raise up your hand if you have a high schooler, oh, forget high school right now. Junior high and below, lift up your hands. Junior high and below. 
I'm going to challenge you that you need to disciple your kids. Yes. Okay? I need to stay here. I'm going to stay here for a little bit because I love kids. But your kids is not the church's responsibility. That sounds, that sounds weird. Let me, please, okay, if you're watching online, let me, under, let, me, let me let you know this, okay? It is in partnership with the church, but the primary people that are in charge of your kids is you. Okay? If you want your kid to act right or to be better, then it is your responsibility as a teacher or as a di discipler to disciple them. Okay? If you want them, Lord Jesus, I want them to be closer to God. Okay? Then, then, then it's our responsibility. I'm going to say our because that's where I fell in too. Okay? That's, I'm not pointing a finger here without four pink. How many coming back at me? Three? Something like that? Right? Because I had a desire for my kids to know more about God. And at the time that when they were in junior high, there was a lot of things going on in church, but it was still my responsibility as a parent to say, hey, you know what? Here, come, follow me in this. And I'm not a perfect parent. Okay, you guys, you guys hear me and Adelisa, we're loud. We're loud. We're like, we're like you know. It's like, honestly, some, you know, some of our parenting skills might be uh, like, Lord, is that right? Is that the way you're supposed to do it? Well, that's how we did it, okay? And, and it's a good thing, and I know there's better ways to do it, but this is, what, we prayed for my kids all the time. I'll be honest with you. You guys know me and Adelisa, okay? And then you understand that there was also a time in our relationship that we were like, 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 we didn't like each other, you know? I didn't like her. She didn't like me at the same time. Oh, that's, that's disaster. Kuya Ed, why are you laughing? Oh, oh I'm not going to call you Kuya Nestor. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. At the same time, we didn't like each other because at those times, that's when sometimes divorce happens, okay? We had to say, Lord Jesus, I'm going to stay... I'm going to sacrifice myself, and I want to honor you. Okay, not the point. The point is that God still moved even though we were un not perfect. Does that make sense? Our desire, our end goal was that Giselle, Julissa, and Joshua will grow up and love God. Okay? So when they're junior highs... And this is why I concentrate on the people with junior. Can I get junior high and below parents? Because they don't have a choice right now. Don't give them a choice. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You want to play Fortnite all night until 1 in the morning? Sure. Is that what you do? Absolutely not. You know, we went, we went skiing the other night and stuff. And then, uh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to call you out on this and stuff, you know. And he's gonna, he goes, he goes, you're going to enjoy snowboarding. <laughs> Guess, you know, like Peter, Peter, and, uh, Peter and Joyce and stuff, you know. Like when Peter was teaching the kids how to snowboard, they were like, no, daddy. There's on the floor, laying on the floor. I don't want to snowboard. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, this hurts. <laughs> and then Peter, Peter, the dad comes out. Peter, the dad. 
Peter's not even here to defend himself. Sorry, Joyce. Peter goes to the kids, you're going to enjoy snowboarding. You don't know how much I paid for this. He didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking. You're going to enjoy snowboarding. I didn't have that opportunity growing up. You're going to enjoy it. I have to stay in that story. Sorry, I'm still in the. I'm still running in the squirrel. Okay. Um, the kids later at one o'clock go to a class to learn how to snowboard. Because I believe of what Peter taught them and things like that. All of a sudden, they're the number one student in the class. The teacher is praising them. Oh, you're so good. You're awesome at this. You're great at this. And then, and then they're snowboarding. Like, 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 wow, they're not on the floor. They're not crying. They're actually snowboarding, you know? And Peter's listening to what the teacher's saying. Parents. And then the teacher is saying the exact same thing that Peter was saying. But when their kids were listening to Peter, they were crying. And then when the same exact lesson was being taught by the teacher, you know what their kids said? Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, parents out there, amen. All of a sudden, you're telling, that's what I said, Edelisa. Didn't I say that to Giselle? What, what? Now, it's, it's like an epiphany. It's like, ooh, it's life. I want to encourage you guys that you need to invest in your kids. Okay? We need to disciple our kids. Now, people with kids that are older, because after high school and during high school, they start deciding on their own. And then here's the tough part. Sometimes they won't decide like you want them to. You still pray for them. You still... If they do, great. If they don't, great. Love them. Life, encouragement. That needs to come out of your mouth, okay? Someone in church, okay, so these are the things. Remember my question was, who is someone right now in your life that you can share this to? Your kids? People? Other people's kids? Someone in church. Some of you guys are working alone. You guys have a passion, and I see this. Okay, wait, wait. This is not pointing fingers. I encourage us to take somebody along, one of the youth that's not your kids, and teach them what you know. Okay? This is it. Look around. This is a small church. This is our family. We're look, look around. Look, look behind you. All right? Look, 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 look. Yes, that one. I see you. Point to them. I see you. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Point. Okay, okay. Let's make it easier. Point to the person to your right. I see you. Point to the person to the left. I see you. Point to the person behind you. I see you too. Okay. What? what here's my challenge. Here's my challenge. Okay. Sister Sunny is excellent at 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 at, at food. It's a family blessing. She takes people along with her. She took her whole family. You know, she's just like, hey, yeah, you're doing the fryer. You're doing this and you're doing that. And you're going to enjoy it. 
<laughs> oh, see, I got a clap from her son. <laughs> but it's a skill. If you want to join that, I encourage you, Sister Sunny, include other people. And you, they, she does. If you are good at something, if you are ex excellent at something, Kuya Bob, dude, he does magic. I don't know. He comes over here and he says, there's a wall. Boom, there's a wall. He said, hey, let there be a stage. Boom, let there be a stage. Like, wow. You know? He said, boom, let there be a stairs here. Stairs. Magic. Hey, this doesn't fit. Boom, it fits. Wow. I want you to encourage Brother Bob to take somebody along with him. Free labor. <laughs> yes, labor. If you guys want to know how to make this magic happen, tell Bob, you know what? I want to do what you do. Well, maybe not that extent, but you know. Take me along. Teach me. Some of you guys are good at instrument playing. Amen. That's, that's a given. I see kids here all the time. Okay? And I thank God for that because the thing is, you know, have you ever taught your kids how to play instruments? It's hard. You, don't, you know, oh, I don't know. He's just a natural. <laughs> he just grew up like that, and he just... <laughs> it doesn't happen. I've seen Kuya Ed train his kids. <laughs> Amen. I'll stay quiet now. <laughs> All right. Because that's how I train them too. You know? I told my kids, sing with vibrato. Make, make your voice shake. <laughs> And you know what they would tell me? No, Dad. That's embarrassing. Nobody does it at choir. And then the teacher, Mr. Fahey, if he's watching, uh-oh. Mr. Fahey tells, tells them one day, Giselle, you know, you have to roll your voice. He doesn't say call it vibrato. He has to roll your voice like that. Right? Roll your voice. Comes up to me. Dad, you know what Mr. Fahey said? I need to roll my voice. And I could sing better. <laughs> if I could sing better, I could roll my voice. I was so mad at Mr. Fahey. I was saying, Mr. Fahey. I, I said the same thing, but I called it vibrato. <laughs> Next point. We're closing with some of this because I know it's coming close. It says we need to invest time and energy in discipleship. Okay. Acts chapter 16, verses 4 to 5. We go back to Paul and Timothy. Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 16, verses 4 to 5. Then they went from town to town. This is Paul and Timothy now. Instructing the believers to follow the discussions made by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened. Look at the results of this discipleship. Churches were strengthened, and their faith and grew larger every day. I have a dream and a passion that we're going to be... Okay, listen, I know it's, it sounds so earthly, right? I want to... Okay, this, this is my dream. My dream is uh, 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 I want to be part of a mega church. I, that, that doesn't mean I want to leave this church and go to a mega church. I want our church to become a mega church. That's my dream. How? I really don't know. I really, really don't know. But I have that desire. Now, here's the thing. If that desire doesn't come to fruition in my lifetime, great. 
It's okay because I will still try my best. Can I, can I, can I be honest with you right now? I want to be in partnership with each and every one of you guys here. Is that if this is what we have right now, we're going to do the best that we can with what we have. I drive a Toyota Celica 2000. Brand new. <laughs> it's paid off, 2000 Celica. Parts of it was from Richard's old Celica. Then another guy. It's just kind of Frankenstein together. But that's what I have. And I'm going to make it the best Celica that I can. My desire is to have great kids. My desire is to have a strong fellowship in here. I need you guys to understand that you have a calling. I need you to look away from the, the personal sins and the personal hurts and the personal things that's going on in each of your lives and understand that there's a higher God with a higher calling for each of our lives. Amen. That, that we need to break through this because we need to understand that it's time that I need to multiply myself. You know what? You're not Jesus. Let's do this. One. Everybody point. One person. Disciple one person. I'm going to disciple my wife. <laughs> no. Disciple one person. I don't know who, Lord. So this week... You're going to be asked these little questions here and there. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, who is this one person? One person in this church, in our kids. Don't look at your wife or husband. <laughs> hey, man, you're distracting me here. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back to this because he went from town to town to share meals Share meals, swollen feet, housing, bad housing arrangements. They followed, Peter, Timothy followed Paul through all of those things. It's always not perfect if you guys have ever been in ministry. Kyle, you guys haven't been to many mission trips. Dana, do we always stay in Hilton hotels? No. Oh my gosh, never. <laughs> there were times... That we had to sleep. Okay, don't, okay I'm not going to scare you from mission trip, okay? But there was times when we were broke younger kids and stuff. We had to celebrate the boys and the girls over here. And then the ongs. And then, you know, like all the boys are sleeping together. The room was so small. They cannot sleep. Come here. Come here, Jerome. Daniel. So, come here, CJ. Come on, big C. Let's go. Get over. Let's give him a round of applause, please. Hurry up, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. Okay, so this, this room is so small that if they're facing each other, uh, that's kind of like weird, okay? They couldn't even sleep side by side because it's too tight. So everybody had to face one way and sleep spooning each other. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Give them a round of applause. I want you guys to understand, hey, no spooning, okay? All right. When we learn, okay. Paul took Timothy 
from town to town, shared meals, and shared places that, you know, this is what was offered. Okay? I'm going to, Don kind of did it, but I'm going to do it now. So these are the people that were instrumental in my discipleship. Okay, some stories. We're going to come back to the main topic, but I just wanted to share some here of uh, instrumental in my discipleship. My parents. My parents were very, very, very instrumental. You know what I learned from them from a very early young age? Was to give. Okay? My mom would always make us save all of these coins and stuff, silver coins. And I remember saving them. And every year, I was like, oh, man, I am rich. Wow. I am rich. Look at all these coins that I have. And at the end of the year, she would challenge us. She would tell us, do you want to give that to God so that you can gain more? And I'm like, no, I want to keep it. <laughs> but you know what they taught me? Here, just give it. Give a little bit. So me and my brother gave a little bit like that. My sister gave it all. And I'm like, oh, oh, she thinks she's all holy. Yeah, I'm so richer because I got more. <laughs> we visited our grandparents' home. And there's this in the Philippines, if you don't know this, you mano people, you know, you bless them. And so you see like the old people and stuff and you, 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 you respect, you walk up to them and you bless them. Mano po. All right, mano po. And then so there's this favorite uncle that we had. He always gives us money. So he goes, Manipo, and, and, and I look, Whoa, I got something. And then my brother, Manipo. Then my sister, Manipo. Did you know my sister, and I don't think this is coincidence, okay, got an, a, a dollar, an amount that is so big compared to me and my brother. We're like, oh, why? <laughs> Do you remember that, mommy? But anyway, my point is, they taught me how to give. They gave. They're very generous. They're very generous. And then they fed people and things like that, okay? And blessings upon blessings, too long for this message, that happen in their lives. Now the blessings that's happening in their life is happening in my life. I have blessings upon blessings. Favor when somebody else should have been hired. I get it that person was more equipped, more whatever. But they hired me. Okay? And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying that that's God's favor sometimes. You have to remember, I'm going to say this out loud, but we were TNT. I'm not condoning uh, being doing illegal things, but my dad decided and my mom decided to stay in this country and, 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 and expire the visa and work without a visa, with, with work without permission. Okay? But God still straightened that out. There's a, there's a, there is a sin and there's a punishment with that. Because I was afraid of cops. You know, everyone, oh, they're going to pull me over. I was afraid of cops like, no, oh, there's a cop behind me. There's a, there's, a, there's a consequence, but God fixed it, and now it's good. Okay, now it's good. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mom. Okay, now, Pastor Jaron, another person that, that, that hey. 
No. Wait, Pastor Jaron. Pastor Jaron, he was the one who taught me how to disciple others because I came from a church and then they gave me a book. Read this and you will be ready. Read these verses. Go. Okay, you can now teach. You know, no. Pastor Jaron took me everywhere. Took me and Adelisa. Hey, you guys want, come on, let's go to New York. Come follow me. We're going to do this, okay? We're going to go to a mall and pass out flyers. And we didn't know that we need to get a permit first. So we're, we're, like, we're like passing out flyers and security's coming closer to us. And then we're like, oh, amen, amen, hallelujah. Oh, pa- Pastor Jaron comes to me and says, okay, come on, amen, let's go. <laughs> you know, he, Pastor Jaron, I love you. He was everything. He took me everywhere. Okay. We're going to worship right now. June, get ready. Elisa, get ready. Boom. It was us. He took us everywhere and showed us what to do. Paul did to Timothy. My parents did to me. Pastor Jaron did to me. Pastora Dawn. Worship dynamics. I'm playing keyboard here, you know, and I'm playing keyboard, and I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm the bomb. Playing everything here, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. And then he goes, you know, she told me something that insulted me. He says, can you play less bass and just highs? I didn't understand at that time. Oh, and you know what I heard instead, Pastor Don? I heard instead, it's like, you playing sucks. Don't, don't play down here. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't say that. But that's what the enemy was making me hear. That my playing sucks, I need to just play up here. When not at all. It was because we had a bass player and we had the string person playing in the mids and I needed to play high up here. And I needed to learn how to adjust like I teach CJ and them now or like whatever. Now if, I, if, if I'm playing in the middle, you have the guitar now playing up top and somebody else playing the bass. So it's now everybody can be heard. It's not noise. Music dynamics, Pastor Don taught me. I'm teaching this to my kids. And I bet you, when I said that to somebody, for some of the kids, they probably thought that, oh, you're playing sucks. It's not in Jesus' name. But I learned that, and I loved it. Here, he also, she, this is very big. She taught me how to say no. No. Hey, do you want, no. <laughs> hey, do you want to save people? No. <laughs> no, he basically said, assess your situation. And sometimes ministry with ministry with ministry becomes not fruitful anymore. Because if you say yes to every single one, you are not effective in every single one. You need to say yes to this and give it your all. And say no to those so that you could give yes to this to give your all. Amen. That's good. Oh, take that one. I like that one. Keep it. Okay? She, she turned me how to say no. Okay? Yes, they, they got hurt. Oh, we'll pray for you. No, I'm just kidding. Now, she also taught me how to simplify my life. Some, some people like think, what the heck do you mean simplify my life? Too busy. Me and Delisa were too busy. And remember that time that I said that I didn't like her and she didn't like me? We had too many things going on in our family still. Oh, we had birthday families here. We had three birthday families over there because Edelisa has like 12 billion family members. Okay? And then, and then, and then oh, oh, I also have my family thing here. Oh, and we have ministry here and ministry here. It's all good things. But we needed to simplify during that time. We needed to simplify our lives 
and say no even to family birthdays so that we could focus on our relationship together so that we could focus on this because without this everything else falls apart so god gave wisdom through pastora don who's single and gave <laughs> to 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 a married couple thank you pastor don you know what she said that and then i loved it because the thing is we were able to focus on ourselves closing on this um peter richard behind you grab that poster my wife now my wife she keeps sharing to everybody she likes to talk she loves she can make a friend she, we went to san diego zoo and my kids are not here to say amen to this but we, we lost my wife for an hour i'm like where, where, where's edelisa we we're done with the elephants i want to move on you know we're go going to safari park turn around and you know what she did she was talking to the elephant what's that teacher who's who's the whoever the worker for over an hour and just ministering to her. And I'm like, wow. Anyway, I see here, there's pictures of Kuya Ed. There's like a little family here. A lot of you guys are on this uh, picture here. Okay, this is just the, the one that I had in the corner of my house, and I just got it. This is what discipleship for me. Discipleship for me is sharing life. The good, the bad, wait. But it cannot stay relationship. You need to take it and take it back to Jesus. I need you to understand that. That Paul and Timothy did not just go to the nations or to the places and just say so that they could become good friends. Ooh, we're besties and we're traveling from country to country. They went from place to place with the goal of glorifying Jesus Christ. My goal with these people here, some of them we've had arguments with, okay? And some of them uh, we don't see anymore, but I know they're active in their own church and in their own ministries. I can't get to it now, but I need you guys to understand that the, the end result is that when you disciple somebody, you want them to gain their own disciples as well. So a lot of these people, I see Andrea here. And Andrea was Dawn's disciple and stuff, and she just started going, and now she's somewhere, like somewhere else, and praising God and things like that. Over and over, that's the kind of church that we live in. And you know what? I'm blessed. Because if we do not become that mega church number-wise, I know that in spirit that we are a mega church now. Not next time or next. Wow. I need you guys to understand this. I see people over here, not perfect people. People with issues, people with problems, but you know what? Willing and able to be used by God. I need you guys to understand that, okay? Final verses, we're gonna close with this. Worship team, come on up over here. Now, it says over here that in 2 Timothy chapter, um, check 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 to 6. I want you to understand this, okay, that there is sometimes a time that they separate from each other, the disciple and the discipler or whatever, okay, and then you get your own wings. Now, here's the thing, okay, this is our goal. I want you to understand that this is your goal with your kids. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 36, that one day they're going to look back at you, verse 3 here, Timothy, this is Paul, 
the discipler talking about Timothy now. I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience. Thank you. Just as my ancestors did night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. Next verse. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. Five. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Louis, uh, Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. Verse 6. This is why I remind you to fan into the flames the spiritual gifts God gave you when I laid my hands on you. My prayer as a parent is that one day my kids will disciple others. My prayer as a leader here is that you will disciple each other, your kids and the people around you with the goal to release them. Not to keep them. We're not selfish in this church. So I challenge you that, that, that rise up your children so that they can be used by God. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heaven, we just praise and thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything that you're doing. I pray, Lord God, that tonight or this week, Lord God, you reveal to us through our daily devotions what it is to disciple others. It's not Pastora Dawn's job. It's not Pastor Jaron's job. It's not the leadership's job. It's my job. Can, can you say it's my job? It's my job. Can I say one more thing? It's June June's job. Put your name in there. One, two, three, go. It's... Come on, nice and loud. Say it out loud. I want you to declare this. It's... We need to disciple others closer to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Visit us in person or online at hwcim.org.